Good morning. This is Henry Harris, and welcome to another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, what happens when this understanding fails us? Okay, so let's begin when, uh, let's begin with our overview. What do we mean by the spiritual foundations of mental health? What we mean is that the foundations of your mental health, of everyone's mental health and well-being, is not dependent on anything of this world. It is based on a simple, single source. That means to say that even as it looks to be the case that we lack health, we are um, we are unhealthy in some way. We lack emotional well-being. We lack emotional stability. We look to the circumstances of our lives and we say to ourselves, there is real issues and problems and dysfunction. I look at the feet. We look at our feelings and we say, how could it be that I feel so much uh, instability or or uh, difficulty, uh, unless it's the case that there's something really wrong. There's something really wrong with me. There's something really wrong with my life, etc. So that would be one approach to thinking about one's well-being, one's the foundations of one's mental well-being. On the other hand, the real truth is is that a person, the presence of distressing feelings, no matter how significant those distressing feelings are, no matter how much they present as evidence that there is truly, truly something wrong, no matter how much that those feelings present and 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 can latch on to circumstances and events to kind of uh, buttress the argument that there really is something wrong, no matter how much that appears to be. It's just not true. The The presence of emotional distress is not an indicator of lack of health. On the contrary, the health system that oper- that within which we are operating includes the possibility of all kinds of emotional experiences. We are flowing with a flow that does not end, uh, that is continuously flowing, that we are on the receiving end of, that we don't author. We're not the cause of it, and neither is anything in our life the cause of those feelings. There is rather an independent, ongoing, divine energy flow that is flowing through every single thing of this world that allows every single of this single thing of this world to continue to be. And that is true not only for the cosmos and the planetary system and the uh, the beating heart of every living being. It's also true for the flow of consciousness that animates my feelings. I'm having a whole set of feelings. I'm having a whole experience of consciousness that's kind of, it's just moving and it's ongoing and it's a live divine feed. And it's all coming from one single simple source. Now it's easy to misunderstand that, but let's just reiterate a person's, the presence of emotional distress or difficult feelings, no matter how much evidence there looks to be in the world that, oh, that's the reason why I feel this way and I can't change it. And that's an indication that there's really something wrong. That's just a misunderstanding. It's a misunderstanding about what is true about our, our psychological experience. It's a misunderstanding about what is, where, where our feelings come from. And therefore, a person can misunderstand his feelings and conclude there really is something wrong. That is a phenomenally common and human thing, uh, even for people who have a, a high level of recognition about the truth about their psychological experience. It is still the case that they're going to lose sight about of that truth, and they're going to 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 slip into a, a kind of a 
a misunderstanding and along with that misunderstanding will come struggle and reactionary uh, uh, responses um, and, and great fear and distress. All of that is simply part of the human experience that we will move in and out of different moods and we will move in and out of of understanding about the truth about our moods. So there's really kind of, you know, two distinct things going on. We're having different moods. We're having lighter, easier, gentler, more trusting moods. We're having darker, more insecure, um, more distressed moods. We're, we're having all kinds of those moods and feelings. And yet, and then simultaneously, there is different, uh, there's different capacity to see the truth about those moods. So in a darker mood, to the degree that a person understands the truth of his mood, so he's really in, in he's he's connected, or he, rather he is cognizant about the truth of his of his mental health. He's cognizant of the truth of the source of his psychological experience. And though the feelings hurt, they are unpleasant. Uh, he he is he recognizes that he's living in a world that is safe. That the world that the world is a safe and healthy world that he's healthy, all of that is in is completely in sync with the presence of his upsetting feeling. Uh, that's what it would look like for to the degree that a person is cognizant of the truth about his feelings. Then even in a distressed feeling, he will feel the the displeasure, and yet he'll know on some level that he's safe. And simultaneously, a person can have a warm and loving and 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 expansive feeling, and yet misunderstand where that feeling is coming from. He might think, "Oh, it's because I'm on vacation right now. Oh, it's because I just got a raise. Oh, it's just because um, I don't know whatever circumstance he might feel. That's the basis of my feeling calm and peaceful. That would represent a real misunderstanding. It would mean a a um, he would be out of touch in that moment with the truth of what is what what's true about his psychological experience. So this conversation that we're having is really not about, in a direct sense, how to get nicer feelings and how to avoid uh, distressful feelings. This conversation is about a certain logic, a certain rationale, a certain in, a wisdom understanding about how feelings work, about where they come from. It's all part of a larger conversation that I constitute that I classify as an Amuna conversation. It's in a conversation about a simple truth. The word Amuna in Hebrew means an affirmation, a belief in a, a single simple source. And it is a, a highly meaningful and great achievement to explore the idea, the truth of Amuna, the logic and the rationale associated with Amuna. It's a great, great commandment to explore this, to discuss to, to, to discuss it, to see the implications of this emuna. Now, it happens to be that our sages promise us that one who is who explores this truth will experience a greater degree of emotional well-being and stability in life. He will see more clearly that there is a foundation that is not of this world. His foundation is not linked to the circumstances of his life. It's not linked to the events of his past. It's not linked to the way in which people around him relate to him. It is not. His actual foundation is linked to something that is independent of everything of this world. It is unconditionally sound. And of course, that doesn't contradict the idea that he will experience uh, feelings of a whole variety of types. So 
it, it is it is this conversation is an exploration of the rationale the logic about how, the truth the truth behind our psychological experience and really for that matter the truth behind everything there is only one single simple source behind all uh, of this world and everything in it and this conversation obviously has more to do with the, how that shows up in our psychological experience and so we explore that truth and recognize that built into the truth is the understanding that we're not in control, right? If there's if if there's nothing of this world that is actually man uh, managing or controlling our felt experience of life, meaning it's it's coming from something beyond this world, then obviously we ourselves are not the cause. We're not in control in a direct sense of our felt experience. We have a role to play. But the role includes, the, the, it begins with the understanding, the recognizing of the truth that we are not in control. We are not the authors of our internal flow. We're not the authors of our feelings. And yet we have a profound and meaningful role to play. The role begins with acknowledging the truth about our experience. And that allows us to, um, that allows us to navigate our lives. It, it, it awakens within us a whole dimension of wisdom that is greater than us. It's, a per, it's not a personal intelligence that we're, we're talking about. It's, not a, it's a wisdom intelligence that is available to us in the same way that the power and the wisdom that is operating my physiological uh, uh, operation, right? There's a, a tremendous amount of wisdom and energy that is right now active that in my in my body in my physical health i'm completely un involved in it in a direct sense i mean I, I have a responsibility to eat healthy foods and to conduct my behavior in a manner that is helpful to my physical health but the practical reality of what's running my physical health is there are myriad a myriad a myriad of, of functions and operations that are completely beyond my consciousness and control and i rely on them and i'm benefiting them from them in a very real way well that's not different from the 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 the, the wisdom intelligence that's available to me in a consciousness level there is so much wisdom intelligence that's available to each person on a level of 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 consciousness of of navigating their lives when we understand and 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 acknowledge the truth about our psychological experience, we will, we will avoid attempting to, to, to control and manage things that are not within our control and our management. And we will make room for the intelligence that does manage and control our psychological experience. And we will navigate our lives in a much gentler, much, much more constructive way. Okay, that's really what this conversation is about. That's the overview. And the question I raised at the outset was, um, what, what happens when we, is it possible that this understanding can, can, cannot work for a person? What I mean by that is that it's possible that a person can learn about these ideas and even gain a glimpse. He can, he can see beyond the logic and the rationale. He can, he can, ex, he can understand, oh yeah, this, that makes sense. Even though it looks not like that, it, I acknowledge it. And then at a certain point, he can actually experiencing, he can experience an awakening. He can really see the truth, the actual truth about how and where his psychological experience is being shaped and created, how it's not coming 
from his child, his spouse, his traffic, his um, his the circumstances of his life, whether that circumstance includes, I don't know what to do in a given circumstance, or I don't have the money I need to purchase this thing that I need, whatever it is, if it, he can really glimpse that. And then guess what? He can feel grateful and he can feel delighted and he can feel relief. And then at a certain point, he can turn to his life and all of a sudden feel um, disappointed. Like he can feel a darkness. He can feel like what happened. I thought I knew how my experience works. And here I am, I'm struggling, I'm resisting, I'm reacting, I'm out of control, I'm lost. What happened? I thought I understood something about how my internal experience works and I gained something from it. I truly did benefit and I could see the effect that it had on my relationships and on my life. And here I am, I'm back to where I started, out of control, struggling, reactionary, etc. So is it possible that a person can, that this understanding can cannot work for a person? Like what happened? And I will speak from my experience to say that, um, you know, I, I think that to the degree that a person, well, again, I'll, I'll speak from my experience. I have absolutely felt that phenomenon that I, uh, I'd had the experience of gaining a really beautiful glimpse of my internal world. And it opened up a feeling of expansiveness and acceptance and calm even in circumstances that I didn't have control over, even where nothing changed, I felt a level of, of, um, of of real peace of mind and, 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 and then an opening of pathways to progress in places where I had felt stuck. I definitely had experienced that. And then I encountered all of a sudden kind of like a forgetting, like a, a, like a roadblock, like a, like, where did it go? I'm, I'm lost. And I don't, I thought I, I thought I wasn't lost. All I can say to that is that where that's occurred to me, and it still does occur to me, it's kind of the cropping up of like a, I guess one way of referring to it would be to kind of refer to it as like ego, you know, like, like I, at a certain point, I glimpse something. It's, it's really helpful to me and it's a blessing and unconsciously, I kind of associate that with an accomplishment that I own. It's something that it's like it's mine. And I, I located in my kind of reservoir of accomplishments and talents and achievements and treat as mine. And then when I go back to it at a certain point and it's not there, I think to myself, wait a second, that was mine. I got that. And it was useful to me. And it was really a wonderful thing that I got it. And 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 now all of a sudden I don't have it. Ouch! What happened? Who took that from me? Like I I I I got that. Where did it go? Who wronged me? Um, why isn't this working? That's been an experience that I've had countless times. Even after learning about and being deeply touched by this kind of wisdom and the inner knowing that goes along with it. I've encountered that on many occasions, and I anticipate that I will likely continue to have that. I would, in my mind, the way it looks to me is that it looks like a um, a type of uh, an ego that that one thinks to oneself, "Well, I got this," you know, 
what do we say in the, 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 the Torah points out the idea that when a person is, uh, you know, be careful lest a person come to say, Be careful lest a person conclude that my strength, the might of my hand, made for my made for me this success, this accomplishment or, or acquisition. Um, it is an extraordinarily human and normal thing that we come to conclude about ourselves and our life and our accomplishments. I, I got this, you know, it's mine. Wait a second. Now, where did it go? It's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's just, I'm astonished by the opportunity to live with, uh, an, a, just a, 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 a deeper and deeper recognition of just how much we're receiving gifts and yet not dis- and and yet at the same time not deny not denigrate or deny the role that we play it's an amazing and magical thing i fully acknowledge that i am playing a role in my life my choice is absolutely consequential it is a uh, a deal breaker to the degree that i don't exert uh, an effort or a an interest a willfulness to see and find the truth about my life and about the world, I, I'm 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 really not going to get very far if if I don't show an interest and a curiosity and a willingness to consider the truth, the truth that's beyond me. Then I'm not going to have much access to a deeper wisdom, a deeper truth. On the other hand, I could be really interested in a deeper truth. I could be truly, truly committed in exerting myself in every way I know how. And yet it remains to be the case that I will not thereby have uh, unilateral capacity to bring about a deeper wisdom inside of my heart. I just won't. It is, um, it's a fascinating, fascinating partnership that I see myself having. I am partners with the divine. I am partners in my life with the single simple source. There's just no other way to explain it. Now, it happens to be that even as much as my role is a deal breaker role, it won't. My life won't happen without my participation and 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 openness to seeking this truth. Um, as much as that's true, it's still the case that I'm a really junior partner. I mean, the degree to which <laughs> there is gifts being made available, and when I awaken to a new understanding. Um, even the degree to which, certainly the degree to which I awaken to a new understanding, to the, the degree to which I glimpse and experience the expansive understanding that is only possible through a, a kind of a, a new thought, a new insight. Um, that's obviously the case that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the receiving end of a gift. But even to the degree that I remember the truth about my life, even in, the, even in a hard, difficult feeling, right? Even in a distressed and anxious and fearful feeling, even the degree to which I remember, I know something about this truth. I know something about how my experience works. I I really feel di- distressed and anxious and fearful right now, and it's quite a. It feels so tempting to kind of react and get lost in my hurt feelings. I, I I'm so feeling overwhelmed by those feelings, and yet I I'm. I'm aware, I'm aware, I know something about these feelings, as painful as they are, as much as they look to be coming from the person, the circumstance, the past. 
I remember even that, even that without it being filled with light and expansive feeling, even that's also in a measure of partnership. Uh, the Talmud says that, that every single day, the inclination toward destructive consciousness ar- arises in a person and seeks to destroy him. A person's negative inclination seeks to overpower and destroy a person every single day. Get lost in this world. It's all, you're a victim. This person wronged you. It's this person's fault. It's your past fault. It's all all this, like the presenting the illusion as reality. And that is a form of, of, of non-life. To live in an illusion is a form of non-life. So it, it seeks to kind of overcome and destroy a person every single day. And the Talmud continues, And if it weren't that the, that the creator of all life helped Eno Yacholo. He couldn't he couldn't take it. He couldn't stand up. He would get lost in the illusion. He would get completely lost in the illusion. So even the degree to which in the midst of my pain and distress, I don't know how to feel different, but I, at least I can acknowledge on some de- level, oh, I know something about this. I know the truth of life. I know where my feelings come from. Even that, as much as that's an extraordinary choice, it's still built on the premise of of assistance. It's still the case that I'm receiving assistance in that moment. So I just want to say, I'm, I'm speaking very much to myself here. And if someone is benefited by this, then I'm thrilled. Each and every person is is so able and in, in comp- it's so normal that people experience a glimpse of a deeper wisdom, uh, an awareness of, of something kind of beyond, beyond the illusion that all this world is, 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 that my experience of life is coming from this world. It's it's very normal to to get glimpses of that, and it's normal to lose sight of it, and then to remain, and then to become discouraged, and to feel like what happened. I thought I knew. I thought I was in a different place. I thought I had made progress, and then to become discouraged. What happened? That is itself a uh, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to realize the accomplishments of new wisdom, of new understanding, of new glimpses. That accomplishment is itself only and solely and only a function of a partnership. It cannot happen without divine blessing. It can't happen without the make without it being made available from the single simple source that I am not in control. I I have the blessing and the privilege to focus on the truth, to acknowledge the truth, to acknowledge what cannot be true. That is an extraordinary service, an extraordinary privilege that I get. To, to tell the truth, to acknowledge what cannot be true. And yet it does not have the ability to produce uh, a, 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 an insight, a glimpse of, of inner knowing. It just does not. Any glimpse of inner knowing that I get, as much as my role is meaningful, it's still impossible without a, uh, without a gift of new understanding. And I, and I'm, I'm, I want to be careful not to claim that glimpse of new understanding as in some way my accomplishment, my, my, my property. And what happened? Where did it go? I thought it was mine. I thought I had it. It, it hurts. It happens. It, feels, it can feel like quite a disappointment. Where did it go? The rug was pulled. I thought I, was, I thought I found something and now I'm lost again. That is part of the learning curve. It just doesn't end. 
It just doesn't end and there's a blessing to it. There is so much opportunity in this world, so much opportunity in our lives. Our lives are so, our choices are so consequential. And we are living in a world where all the distressing feelings, all the warm, positive feelings, they all exist inside of one psychological truth, one single simple source. The world that we live in is safe. It's healthy. We are healthy, even as it's possible for us to misunderstand that.